0: ION 2020, episode 146. what's up everybody it's ray eaton your host of ion 2020 the voice of sanity in this insane world that we're living in lately with the 2020 elections i appreciate you continuing to come back every single day monday through friday to join me for more of the news and related events that are going on with the 2020 election and all the stuff that's kind of going on in the news as well i try to cover stuff from the issues to the current events and everything else uh, i was listening to some of the Mueller report today which was pretty interesting and fun to listen to uh the first parts of it were interesting. I don't know. I mean, the so what they're doing is they're in Congress right now. I guess they're in some kind of. I've just been listening on the radio, so I'm not seeing what's going on. But they're in some kind of thing where they're all uh, get to question Robert Mueller about the report that he put out, and ultimately they told him that all he can do is refer them back to the the uh the, the report and every question pretty much he says I, I defer back to the report or yeah it was written in the report i defer back to that page that's pretty much the answer to all of his questions unless it's just like a yes or no question that is not specific like hey is your name robert Mueller yes you know things like that but it it really gives the democrats and the republicans a chance to grandstand that's about it that's all I've found from it, is that it's just them grandstanding. The, the Democrats have their things that they've pretty much been told to say, apparently, by the Democratic National Committee, I'm sure. And then also the Republicans have their thing where they're just trying to defend Donald Trump, and they're all trying to stand in unison to do that. And that's it. So you get everyone grandstanding, they go, for, they go the Republican, then they go a Democrat, then they go Republican, then they go Democrat. And Robert Mueller is just kind of sitting there taking it on the nose, The Democrats are pissed off at him. The Republicans are pissed off at him. The Democrats are pissed because he's not going to go after charges against Donald Trump and that they didn't find the conspiracy with the Russians, but now it was the obstruction of justice, and they're trying to say, yeah, you should have charged him with obstruction of justice and all that, and they're getting pissed. And at the end of every Democrat, what they say is basically, so from X, Y, and Z, you determine that he did obstruct justice so this guy does is not above the law donald trump is not above the law and he needs to be taken to task for his action he needs to be prosecuted for his actions and this committee is going to do it and like that's how they wrap up their thing every single time i mean all of them word for word are pretty much saying the same thing every single time when they wrap up their their line of questioning then the Democrat, or then the republicans on the other hand they're going back to saying, "Well, you left things out intentionally. It seems like you left things out. Uh, there's a lot of facts that you left out, and so forth. It seems like you had a little bit of political bias going on, uh, and that you know Robert Mueller was sitting there just kind of taking taking a biased view, a partisan view of this entire thing, and that you know." he they're not that that he never gave Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt never gave Donald Trump the right to basically a fair a fair trial in that sense because you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty but by him going further on this obstruction of justice idea but not charging Donald Trump with obstruction of justice but just leaving a few things out there he never gave Trump any ability to be considered in inno- a considered innocent until proven guilty so that's what the that's what the Republicans are doing and they're just kind of blaming him whereas the Democrats are saying well he obstructed justice you said it in multiple places in a roundabout way uh, and we're gonna go after this guy no matter what. So I don't know it's, it's just interesting to watch I th- it was in- it was interesting to listen to and it's just I don't know it's a clown show man. it's basically put on for the public to make it seem like these people are trying to do something when in reality, Let's be honest. I mean, all they want to do is just get showtime show on on a C-span. They want to be able to get some get themselves on the news reports basically. They want to look like they're doing something when the reality is is I mean there, there was I mean I don't know. There, there was there was no collusion between Trump and the Russians. That's what it sounds like to me. And he obviously did in some way try to obstruct justice by some of the things that he said over that time now anytime someone's guilty of something there's an intention going along with that right what's the intent did they have the intent and if they did have the intent then that's how you can charge them for it but when I look at Donald Trump when he's making these tweets and stuff like that about fire Robert Mueller and that guy needs to go away and all that stuff I think that the intent I I just don't see that that's just the way that Donald Trump is. That's the way that he speaks. And I don't know the intent was to obstruct justice. But then again, they get into the idea that he was saying that Mueller needs to be fired. And I do remember that being in the news reports as well. I think the, the New York Times brought that out. And the Mueller report talks about that as well. Uh, if that's true, if they, in fact, was trying to get Mueller, or trying to fire Mueller and then, you know, trying to cover that up, then, you know, that's, that's kind of incriminating as well. So, but you can't you can't prosecute a sitting president. If you're gonna do anything, they're gonna have to go through the whole process of impeachment. And are they really gonna impeach Donald Trump? Nancy Pelosi is completely against it. She can only there's only about fifty or sixty Democrats in the House that are willing to go through that the impeachment proceedings. So, who knows how that's gonna how that's gonna turn out? I think they're just hoping to God and praying to God that somehow they get this guy uh, out of there in 2020 so that they can go ahead and prosecute him then. That's the thing. And Donald Trump, I mean, if he gets... If if it comes down to the fact that they're going to try to prosecute him as soon as he leaves office, then the Democrats are really going to try to get themselves into that 2020 slot. And then if he wins in 2020 and then into 2024, I guarantee you that somehow Donald Trump, what he'll end up doing is... You know, riding out two or three years and then going in and stepping down as president, and making Mike Pence the president, and then having Pence go ahead and uh, pardon him right off the bat, just so that they cannot go through with any charges against this guy. I think that that to me that sounds like a strategy that he would use if he was going to go for, or if he ends up winning in the 2020. Um, if it looks like it's going to go down for him, really bad in tw- in 2016 or excuse me in 2020, if it seems like if it's going to go down bad for him and he's not going to win, then would he just turn it over to Mike Pence? I have no idea, and just go ahead and have Mike Pence pardon him. Can a president pardon themselves? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just curious how how they would go about that. But anyway. That was interesting to listen to, but I could not listen to much more than about an hour of it before I had to turn it off because everyone was pretty much saying the same thing over and over again. It was very repetitious. The Democrats were going after him on very specific issues while the Republicans were going after him on... Their very specific issues as well and nothing was really getting done they're not there's gonna be no new news for this entire scenario i don't think although the the media is going to try to make it sound like there's news but really it was just a bunch of uh, politicians grandstanding and if you like watching politicians grandstand then you might as well watch the debates next week you know and watch all of the politicians on their twitter feeds and seeing them at their live shows if that's what you want to see as grandstanding and go for that uh hey guys if you like what you hear every day, go ahead and subscribe to the show, okay? And uh, if you really like what you hear, you can go ahead and give me a five star rating review. And if you double like what you hear and triple like what you hear, then uh, go ahead and support the show. You can do that at anchor.fm slash ion2020. And if you go there, you'll be able to uh, leave a $299, $499, or $999 support level, all right? Uh, and if you. Uh, And if you want to, you can leave me voice messages as well at that same location. And then if you do leave me voice messages, about a minute, just tell me things that you're doing for the libertarian movement. And if you do that, I will go ahead and play those on the show as well, all right? Uh, But going going ahead and moving on from the topic of the Mueller report, because I cannot talk about it any longer than that. Um, I want to talk about Bernie Sanders and one of the commercials that he comes out with recently which I thought was interesting. I'm going to go ahead and play it for you guys right now. All right? Here it goes. This is enormously important work. All right, this is more important than the hedge fund managers who make hundreds of millions of dollars a year.
1: And it was very hard. I had to decide between medicine, food, or rent. A lot of times I chose to put food into rent and decided not to get my medicine and and use cinnamon and water to try to keep my sugar levels under control. So it wasn't for payday loans. I probably wouldn't be able to afford to even sit here. I'd be dead. It's not enough for me to survive. It's not a living wage. I do my job as a home care worker, but I'm, I'm homeless at this time. I have a son that is uh, developmentally disabled, so I take care of him while I look for other work. I carry my covers and, and my clean clothes, and, and I'm just prepared to rough it until things get better. As long as I know that my son is safe, he's got his housing, I'm happy, and I can make it. raised, especially for home care workers, because we mostly work for free. Medicaid does not pay us overtime. If Mr. Jones in the tub and I can't say to him, well, two hours is is up and I can't help you any longer, I have to continue to work until I can finish him and, and that the job is actually done right.
0: So we have got to redefine how we value work in America, the work that this gentleman is doing is some of the most important work in America. Home health care workers are doing some of the most important work. They need to be respected and compensated adequately for that very important and difficult work. George, thank you very much.
1: What gets me through the day is knowing that people out there, like Bernie Sanders, who's fighting and telling the truth and talking about that 1% and talking about financial freedom, that's important to all americans and especially to home care workers who are doing the job that nobody wants to do
0: so i'd like to start a conversation with that particular video because that was a commercial that came out and the gentleman that they're talking about the gentleman that they're interviewing he's a uh, he's a african-american guy that is working in home health and he's making nine dollars an hour right now. And he's probably—I mean, i do don't—I can't really tell exactly how old he is, but maybe let's let's say early to mid fifties, uh, maybe late forties, early fifties. I'm not sure, uh, but he's—it's it, a very sympathetic thing. You can have empathy for the guy. I mean, he has a son that's uh, that's de- developmentally disabled, and he's uh, homeless worker that works for i guess for medicare or something doing home health or home at home health services where he goes in and he makes their sandwiches for them and helps them with their food and so forth um and then bernie sanders is saying that he's been working on the fight for 15 campaign for a long time and then this gentleman says that you know especially home health workers should be cut be paid more than the nine dollars an hour that i make now because uh because you know, no one else wants to do this job, and blah, blah, blah. And it's your typical liberal spin on, I mean, the way that Bernie says this is these guys' jobs, they're more important than the hedge fund workers, the hedge fund workers that are making millions. And if we, and then he says we also need to pay people what, or re, reconsider what the value of people's work is. And those are two things that are just, economically illiterate on Bernie Sanders' part. And we could get into the whole, whether it's economically viable to pay somebody that's doing the home health work 15 or $20 or even $50 an hour, we can get into that all we want. Uh, this guy's working for Medicare, first of all. So if you're working as a Medicare worker, and it's the government that's doing it, then the government, according to Bernie Sanders, is underpaying this guy. But there's plenty of people that are willing to work for it. If there was not enough people that were able to do these jobs, then they would raise the wage in order to get more people to come on board as these home health workers, these home health service workers that there are that are working in the Medicaid program. Uh, now, let's say this gentleman goes and he gets himself a nursing degree, then he's probably going to be able to do home health in a different way and get paid even more. Become a LPN licensed practical nurse or then become an RN go back to college and do that. there's lots of opportunities that this guy can take in order to get paid more but I don't want to judge the per- I don't, don't want to judge the gentleman. everybody is a direct result of their life choices though and if you're in your 50s and you're still making nine dollars an hour, then there's probably reasons why in your past There's probably things that happened in your past and I won't judge anything about this guy but there's probably things in your past that caused you to only make $9 per hour. I don't know. I don't know every person's situation. He might have had a very rough upbringing. He might have had a very hard time in school. He might have had racism hound him his entire life. There's lots of things but there's ways to rise above those things people have and while I empathize with the guy, I also will not sit there and say that he should make more than $9 an hour I'm not going to say that Bernie Sanders should come in and raise his wage to $15 an hour arbitrarily while, you, well, while there is sympathy in my mind for anyone that's making less money I know for a fact that there's people that make poor choices in their lives there are there's plenty of people, I know people that work for you know under $10 an hour that are in their 50s in 60s. And the reason why is because they made really poor choices in their life in some way. Or they I don't know. I mean there there's there's a million different reasons why somebody would be in that situation that he is in. But everyone is a direct everyone is a direct result today of all the choices that you made in the past. I had a very rough upbringing personally. I don't talk about my personal life too much, but I had a very rough upbringing when I was younger and Ultimately, I ended up um, I, I ended up getting into college when I was like in my you know 21 years old. I took two years and went to college, and took three years off to go travel Europe. Then came back and finished up the two years because I just realized after about a, I think it was like after about a year of working or so, in just normal jobs with a two year degree, you can't get anything specific out of a two year degree. You can't there's no, I mean there there are jobs you can get and you can become an entrepreneur or whatever, right? But I realized at that point that, hey, you know what, I should go out to college and get myself a, a, a marketing degree and a sales degree. And I went back and I got my four-year degree, and, I, and I've and I been very successful ever since then. But those are choices that I made in my past. Those are specific choices I made in my past in order to better myself. Everybody has that opportunity. And if you say that they don't, my past is I mean I cannot get into all the details But I can tell you like There are challenges that I've faced in my life And the reality is Is I've I've made it I have made it And I, I haven't made it to the very end But I've made it you know And like things can fall apart tomorrow But right now I can say that I've made it My wife and I We work together like it's not me that made it It's my wife It's me It's us working together We've made it I would never put any of that all on me. It's all been the help of her and us working together and us putting ourselves goals and trying to achieve those goals. And somebody like Bernie Sanders, who says, oh, we should just make everybody get to that next level. Everybody doesn't desire to be at that next level and they all want more. They do. They want more. They want to make more money. So you're making $9 an hour, you want to make 10. You're making $10 an hour, you want to make 11. You're making $11 an hour, you want to make 12. You make $100 an hour, you want to make $110 an hour. Everybody wants more. But are you willing to sacrifice what it takes to get more? That's the big difference between the Bernie Sanders supporting people and the people that are depending on, on Bernie Sanders for the $15, ra- $15 an hour raise. Right? They're just looking for a politician to do it for them rather than putting in the effort that it takes to get there. It takes a lot of effort to get where I am today in my life. I didn't just go around life and just, you know, go from odd job to the next job and quit after six months and go to the next job and work there for four months and then quit, and then go to the next job and work there for five years and quit and never demand raises and never look for more. That's not how I lived my life. But Bernie Sanders wants to take people like me who have worked our butts off to get where, they are, where we are and make, them, and make us even with the other 41-year-old people who screwed off their entire life in some ways. Not that I'm making $15 an hour, I'm just saying like, if that person that's making $8 an hour really wants to, they can figure out a way to get the skills they need to move up. They can put together a plan that's going to take time. But you value things when you work for it. I know this for a fact from my kids. When they work hard to get something, they value it way more than when it's just given to them. It's the same way in my life. When I was growing up and I got a new bike, the one that I worked my butt off for, that's the one that I valued the most. Not the one that was given to me. You get a new car when you're, when you're growing up. Your parents hand it to you. You're not going to value it as much as if you went out there and worked for six months and nine months, saved up some money and bought yourself a piece of junk. There's value in that. You're going to value your life more if you just work to get to the next level. But this is, I mean, this, this particular video is all about just let the, let the government take care of you. Let the government get you to that next level of $15 an hour. We're going to help you. Don't worry. You don't have to work harder. You don't have to work longer. This guy works 40 hours a week, $9 an hour. He's homeless. He had to make decisions between having food or having medicine or having rent. And he chose food. That's fine. But if 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 his entire life, I mean, he's in his mid-50s, it looks like. Maybe late 40s, early 50s to mid-50s. I'm not sure. But... Where he's at today is a direct result of every decision he made from the time he was 16 years old on. Because when you're about 16 years old, you start making positive decisions. I mean, you start start making immature decisions before that, and maybe his parents were just bad parents. He was started off on a bad footing. That's fine. There's people in this world that start off at bad, on bad footings. There's people in this world that come over from other countries with nothing. And they still make it in this country. How much more than if you're somebody that lives here already and you say that you can't be successful. That makes me sick to my stomach when people think like that. It's, 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 it's You don't have the motivation to get to the next level. And then you, then you were happy with where you were at and you just settled for what you had and you didn't want more. And that's where people are that's where people that are in that situation are I'm not judging this guy for anything He might I don't know his backstory whatsoever but if you're demanding $15 an hour from your $9 an hour job then you're going to hurt other people that are going to be looking for that $9 an hour job one day you don't understand the economics of it there's more to it than just the emotional sob story there's way more to it than that you always want more though everybody wants more I want more I want more. I mean, I do pretty well in my life, but I want more. I want to make more money. It's never enough. When I was in college and my wife and I were married, like we lived off a lot less than we than I do now, but I was still able to survive. And then we get then we get jobs and raises and it's never enough. It's never enough, because you you start doing better vacations, you start eating better food, you start going to better restaurants, you start driving better cars. It's never really enough. I don't think there's anybody that would say, I have enough money. A billionaire would say, say, obviously, I have enough money, but you know what? They have more things in their mind that they want to do with that money in order to invest it and make more money. So there's never enough money. To the $7 and 25 cents an hour guy, there's not gonna be enough money. But I just hate these commercials like that because it's tugging on the heartstrings of people who are gonna sympathize with this guy when the reality is, is you are where you are because of the decisions you made your entire life, and that's it. And you know, if, if you're looking for the government to give you more, then you're gonna be dependent upon the government for that all the time. Go out there and become an LPN. Go out there and become an RN. <coughs> you're 50 some. Let's say you're 50 years old. Spend the two years it takes to go get an RN degree. And then do that for the next 15 years. My mother was a registered nurse growing up. I think she got her nursing degree when she was 30, 32 years old or something. She went to school, got her nursing degree. She was a nurse her entire life. She became a registered nurse then she became the director of nurses at a place and she did okay she was a single mom trying to make ends meet she survived and i mean that that's that's what you do if you want to get ahead in life you figure out a goal and you go for it man that's what you do when i was 21 i realized holy crap what have i done with myself I better go back to college. And I did it for two years. And then some stuff happened where I couldn't go back for a year. So I ended up going to Europe and traveling for a couple of years. And then I came back and I spent a year working. And then I realized, you know what? This isn't going to work. I better go get a job. Or I better go to college. And I'm not saying college is right for everybody. It's not the perfect scenario for everybody. That's true. But it was for me. It was my stepping stone to the next level. Everyone has their own stepping stone to the next level. But if you settle, that's when you're not going to get to the next level. And these politicians want dependency. That's all they want. They want dependency on them. They want you to look to them for the next solution to your problem. When the next solution to your problem is you. You're the solution to your problem. I don't know why the Democrats don't feel this way. I don't know why people believe in Bernie Sanders... When, they, when he says, we just need to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I mean, there's way more to this. Than, uh, so, if you raise... This is the, the next thing I want to talk about. If you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour... I mean, I did a show on this the other day, right? One thing I didn't talk to is the fact that... If you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour for everybody... It has no effect whatsoever after about a year or two... The prices go right back up. Because you have inflation... Monetary, Not monetary inflation, but just the consumer inflation that happens when everybody has $15 an hour. They're going to spend more for a while. That's going to cause the prices to go up. Also, it's going to cost the employer more to do the hiring. It's going to cost the employer more labor costs in the products that they're, in the services that they're providing. So they're going to have to raise the price core in, in everything. Everything across the board will go up in price. You know this because the reason why the Federal Reserve lowers and raises interest rates over time they say this is because you want to stifle inflation in some way you want to have like a a predictable amount of inflation two or three percent of inflation is what they say and then as as people start getting more jobs and the unemployment rate goes down people are starting to make more money because there's more demand for labor so people can go out there and get a little bit higher jobs so prices so labor costs start going up, so the prices start going up. So then what they do is when the prices start going up and inflation starts to happen, they start raising interest rates a little bit in order to slow the growth. Democrats know that, but then they say raise the ma- minimum wage by $15 an hour. So what? You could go to McDonald's and have to pay 12 bucks for a, for a value meal instead of 6 That's all that's going to happen. Across the board, everything Will go up in price. That's just that's the nature of wages. That's that's the, that's the cost. Or, in order to keep prices low, it will incentivize these businesses to automate. That's it. That's all they'll do. There's a few things that they'll do, and that's the effect of the minimum wage. Fifteen dollars an hour is just going to raise the prices. So then all of a sudden, fifteen dollars isn't enough. It never is. So you go to sixteen, then the seventeen, then the eighteen, then the twenty. Then it's a hundred. Hey, right? why not just raise it to hundred dollars an hour? Now, it'll help help everybody out for the for a few minutes. In their minds, they'll be happy about it until they go to their job and there's a sign that says closed. That's what'll happen. I mean, it's just the way it is. So, but what the politicians are doing, what the Democrats are doing in this situation, and Republicans do it too. So I'm not beating up on just the Democrats they're playing on your emotions they're playing on people's emotions get them to feel the sympathy for this guy yeah you know what he is a he is doing a really good job and you know what he he must show up on time all the time that's what it is he shows up on time every time like in your mind you're starting to think about this guy as like this really you know good worker he's he's such a nice guy He has a son that has developmental disabilities. He's homeless, but at least his son has a place to stay. Man, this guy deserves fifteen dollars an hour. He really does. That's what they're. That's basically what they're saying, and they're playing the sympathetic music in the background. So you're supposed to have an emotional appeal to this guy. Don't think about the consequences, the unintended consequences, of a fifteen-dollar minimum wage. Don't think about that. Just just go along with it, okay? And Bernie Sanders, that's his way to get elected. He's for the little guy. He's for the poor person. He's for the person that's making less than fifteen dollars an hour. That's what he's for. He's there to help. He's there to help. But the very people he's trying to help are the people that get hurt. The minority groups that live in the inner cities where jobs are not as prevalent will have less jobs now. That's what happens. So, don't fall for that hype. You guys don't. You guys are libertarians. But I just wanted to bring that to you guys. I thought that that was an interesting commercial. I thought it was interesting to see the way that Bernie Sanders is framing it. Saying that the hedge fund manager is less valuable than the person that is doing the home health work. There's a reason why a hedge fund manager makes, you know, however much money they do. Oh let's say $10 million a year. I'm not sure what it is. I am not a hedge fund manager. I don't know that I could be a hedge fund manager because I'm not that good at investing in money for the short term or doing whatever they do. I don't even know what hedge funding is, to be honest with you. I know how to invest my money. I know where I put my money. I've been doing it for a while and it's been okay. But I wouldn't want to ask you to entrust me with your money. But if you do want to entrust me with your money, you can go ahead and send me, like... you can, Instead of doing a $9.99, you know, support level, you could do, like, a $100,000 support level, and then I'll take your money and I'll try to invest it the best that I can, right? You can do that, but I am not a hedge fund manager. I don't know that I could be. If I started to study it, I probably could. But, I mean, a lot of those guys went to Harvard, learned, learned the very intense financial stuff they specialized in finance they're not just you know this guy that's working as a home health worker and all of a sudden they're like yeah i think i'm gonna start a hedge fund let me get everyone in my neighborhood to give me their money i'm gonna invest it because he wouldn't know what to do he would not know how to turn a hundred million dollars into 200 million dollars or whatever a hedge fund manager does he would have no idea how to do it. But the hedge fund manager does. So if he's able to turn $100 million into $200 million, there's a $100 million increase, and he charges 10% of that increase, pretty damn good. That's a 90% return for those customers. They're happy, right? That's why hedge fund... So is the is the hedge fund manager less valuable than $100... or, you know, the $10 million that he earns? He's... He's actually valued at $100 million because he's able to turn $100 million into $200 million. That's what his value is. But then no one's going to pay him if they're not going to make a profit off of it. So he's going to cut it down to where he can at a reasonable rate. That's just the way they are. The guy that's doing the home health, he goes to a couple different businesses. This home health place is paying 850 this one's paying 8 and this one's paying 9 So he goes with the price that, uh, that he's able to do it. And his value of his work is around $9 an hour. Plus the social security benefits and all that stuff that he has to pay as well. So anyway, guys. I just think that Bernie Sanders likes to pull on the heartstrings, whatever. That's fine. That's that he's a pl- he's appealing to the emotional state of his constituency. But see it for what it is. it is. It's BS. It is not something that is economically viable and it's something that we need to fight against. We need to tell our friends about what's going on with you know with these people. We need to know what Bernie Sanders is talking about so we could defend against it. So when our friends are saying, Yeah, fight for fifteen, man. We need to fight for fifteen. You could say, No, hold on just a second. Fight for fifteen. Then you'll have the ways to talk about that. You it to go to your friends and have those conversations with them. I don't support fight for I don't support a fifteen dollar minimum wage. You know what? I don't even know that I support a minimum wage. That's what you can say. What you don't support a minimum wage? Are you crazy? Well, you know what? If my sixteen year old son has a choice between no job and a job for six dollars an hour, why would I tell him not to work unless it's for fifteen? Because there might not be any jobs for him at that point. How would you feel about that? there's a lot of ways that you can approach that conversation. But at least you'll know about it, right? You know that, Don- you know that Bernie Sanders is talking about this $15 minimum wage and he's gonna, f- he's gonna be talking about it for a while now. But you understand that, hey, you know what? There's more to that story. Yes, while it would be great for everyone to make $15 an hour, you know what? When you have the opportunity to get your first job and you're making $8 an hour, start setting some goals in life. That's what you do. But anyway, that's that's all I got for you. Keep on spreading the word of liberty. That's the most important thing we could do. That's why I do this show every day. That's why I hope you'll send people to this show as well, so we can talk about liberty together, so we can understand those things together, right? If you have any questions, you could email me, ray at iontheempire.com. You could also send me some stories about what you're doing as well. Uh, let's just keep on preaching that message of liberty, though. Get out there, you know, College is starting up soon. You might be at work. You have some conversations with your friends. You're just hanging out by the pool this summer. And you're having conversations with people. And uh, you can throw that little sprinkle, that little seed of liberty in their little garden when they're talking. You know? And all of a sudden they start questioning you. Whoa, really? Man, I really like the ideas that you're talking about. Man, what is a libertarian? Tell me more. And then they start talking about it. Right? That's a good thing. That is a very good thing. So keep on doing it. And then keep on coming back, and when you come back tomorrow, you'll have clear vision for 2020.